so strange but appealing. Welcome to the Bump Shop Diaries. Join us, perhaps you may want to listen to a Bump Shop story. As I rode down Main Street for the 18th time, the man gave me a super close look and I thought, oh shit, here we go again. So I continued to ride along until, sure as shit, I caught the reflection of a flashing blue light in the window of an A&P store. I didn't bother to look back because I knew exactly who that motherfucker was looking for. I pulled up close to the curb and shut it down. I was starting to formulate the rap of bullshit that I was going to lay on this bastion of society when I turned in my saddle to look back and see this six-foot, 220-pound impression of cold steel. The cop took four steps towards me, and for some reason, as the sun hit him full, I thought, I recognized him. But then I thought, who do I know that eats shit? My thoughts were broken when I felt a chill because the sun had been blocked out by this blue pain in the ass. When I looked up, instead of seeing a face that I thought would be saying, Freeze, freak! I saw a smiling face and heard a voice that said, I knew it was you when you pulled that wheelie at the last light. Nobody could handle a bike like you, Brad. I took a real close look and damn near shit myself. I was looking into the face of my younger brother who, when I had last seen him, had more pimples than a skin treatment ad. He always wanted to go on runs with me and always wanted to learn how to ride. I used to think that someday he'd be a good biker, but right now I was looking at the end result of that thought. I looked bewildered and said with a question in my voice, Frank? Frank, is that really you, you little asshole? You going to a costume party or something? Frank grinned and replied, Yeah, Brad, it's really me and I'm a cop. He said it with more pride than I thought it rated. I said, Well, how you been? And, oh, how about calling me Knuckle? I feel more comfortable with that handle than my Christian one. Frank said, Yeah, sure, it's okay with me. I've been fine, married, and got a kid. We all kind of wondered where you went to eight years ago, but I see you haven't really changed a bit. I said, yeah, you know, when it's in your blood, you really can't stop until you're dead. Frank then asked me a question that jerked me back and reminded me of why I'd left home so quick. You in trouble, Brad? I looked at him hard for a few seconds and then said... Just because I look like trouble in your eyes doesn't mean I'm in it. So why don't you take that shield you hide behind and stick it up your ass? I turned my key on, found the compression stroke, and kicked my fire-breathing knuckle into life. I looked back as I kicked it into first and squeezed the clutch in hard and asked myself, where the fuck did I go wrong? I eased the clutch out and nailed it. My girder came up about a foot and stayed there until I hit third. I started looking for some familiar BBs, bikes and bars. I finally found an old hangout, JR's. Out front was about $25,000 worth of motor-driven beauty. I put my wheel among them. I brought my right leg over the seat in the bronze acrylic paint and started up the steps. When I pushed the door open, I was greeted by a caressing blast of smoke that offends your senses and draws you in at the same time. I squinted my eyes and looked around and saw a few familiar faces. 
I went over and started bullshitting. After three brews and one good cigarette, I noticed this hammer at the bar and half-faded jeans and a tank top. I quickly decided that she would be better company than these beauties with beards. I sat down beside her and started laying my best shit down. Then out of nowhere, some asshole knocked me to the floor. Soon as I flipped around, I saw the ugliest motherfucker in the world looking down at me. It said, Next time I break you in half, scumbag. As I went for a chair, I said, Let's not wait. And I smashed it across his head. He dropped like a sack of shit. Next thing I know, I'm fighting two of his bros, and the whole fucking place is fighting, and I figured my best bet would be to get back on the road. As I got to the door, I could hear the sirens stopping outside. I stepped out and started for my bike, then I heard it. Halt! I figured, fuck it, and kept going. Next sound I heard was an explosion that sent me to the cement. I felt a heat in my chest like someone was stoking a furnace. As I lay on my back grabbing at my chest, the cause of the explosion was looking down at me. It was my brother. I looked up at him in pain and said, You asshole, you're supposed to shoot the wound, not kill. His expression and determination didn't change as he spoke. You're no different than the rest, and with your kind, we don't take chances. I dropped my head and felt another explosion in my chest. I opened my eyes and I realized where I'd gone wrong. I didn't take them with me when I left. Join us, perhaps you may want to listen to a Bub Shop story. New and vintage merch available at bumpshopbackroom.com. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Bump Shop Diaries. I appreciate you listening. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, send it to a friend. Shoot him a DM. Put it in your story. Make a post about it. I don't know. I'm just trying to get some more earballs on the audio. This story was written in 1976. And it's titled, Where'd I Go Wrong? Written by Hoss. And I felt that this had a great family storyline, a lot of family love involved in it. I mean, it could have been a TGIF episode in the 90s on ABC. I could see Full House, uh, Boy Meets World, The Family Matters Show. I mean, any of them could have used this as a direct script. For an episode of their sitcom. I mean, the family storyline is that strong. At least that's what I took from it. I don't know what you took from it, but I'll tell you what you can take. And that's $5 off a bag of coffee. The Black Coffee Congregation Hardtail Blend. You can get it at bumpshopbackroom.com. You can take $5 off if, and only if, only when... There's no if. When you go buy a mug from the homies over at the Low Life Chopper Podcast. That's right. They got coffee mugs. I don't have coffee mugs. I got coffee. They got mugs. It only makes sense, right? You go scoop one of their mugs, they're going to send you a super secret saving code for $5. And then you bounce over, which I you can go to Low Life Chopper Podcast. I hope I'm right on that. You can go to their Instagram, the link's there, but lowlifechopperpodcast.com, we'll say for right now. And uh, you get the mug, they send you the code, you bounce over to the bumpshopbackroom.com, and you can get yourself $5 off on our coffee. Now, let me tell you about the coffee and how it came to be. 
<sighs> it was years ago. The year was something like 2020. And there was a flu that was going around the world, possibly the universe, we don't know. And so I had a bunch of time off work, two weeks. And every day, it just started organically. I would just get myself some black coffee, be sipping it, grab my phone, say some dumb shit on a story with the black coffee song playing in the background. The one you're hearing right now. would say some dumb shit like go get you some black coffee fire it into your face get out in the garage cut your bike in half whatever i was building the sporty chop at the time so it was always like some dumb shit you know and after a while people would be like where do i get the coffee and i'm like well you get it from your coffee pot the cupboard i don't know go to the store McDonald's has coffee. I mean, you can get coffee anywhere. They're like, no, where do I get this black coffee congregation coffee? Because that's what I was calling it. I don't know why. It just sounded cool. Um, Black coffee congregation sounds cool. So I made its own Instagram. And, you know, I was firing off stories over there. And uh, people are like, where do I get the coffee? I'm like, fucking Maxwell House has coffee. There's plenty. What are you talking about? They're like, don't you sell coffee? And I'm like, no, I don't sell coffee. And so that that got the old mind thinking. And I was like, it would be cool to sell coffee. That was in 2020. And then in 2023 was when it was finally available. Um, Started Bump Shop Diaries. Created bumpshopbackroom.com and found a roaster for coffee. And the cool thing about it is when you order a bag, it is roasted for that order. So I basically found a roaster, sampled some blends, came up with some things, and it was like, all right, this is this blend's hitting. I like this. This is good with no cream, no sugar. In fact, if you order this coffee and you brew up a cup and you put cream or sugar in it, the rest of the bag detonates. It disappears. It is no longer. You're not allowed to have it. It dis- it, It's it got a built-in detonation. It senses if cream or sugar has ever been added. And boom, it is no more. You're blocked from the website. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but it tastes good black. I like drinking black coffee. You should drink your coffee black. There's no need for sugar or creams. It's unneeded. It's unnecessary. People people do too much. You got to do less. You got to make life simple. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't sit around in 500,000 pound tank and then you order it and it gets shipped to you. No, that's not how it's done. It's, it's a coffee bean. You make the order. It gets roasted, it gets put in the bag, you get it within a couple days, you open it, and it's fresh. It's as fresh as can be without being, like, you know, in the jungle, getting the beans yourself. So, that's pretty cool. Um, I was happy to partner with that roaster and make that happen. Uh, 
It was something I didn't think was really possible, and then I spent time looking into it, and it's like, you know what? This is America. Anything's possible. And after you start drinking black coffee, you got the energy to go do what you once thought was impossible. So I don't even care if you drink my coffee, but if you do, buy a mug from the Low Life Chopper podcast and you save some money on the coffee. And so then that's cool. You know, it helps support the podcast. It supports the Low Life Chopper podcast. It's a win-win-win. Um... But yeah, I just think it's good tasting coffee. I'm working on getting some a different blend out. Uh, who knows when that'll happen? I'm pretty picky, and uh, you know, whatever. I'm not just gonna put shit out. So I like it. I think it's good. I stand by it. The roasting is great. I haven't had a bad batch. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. It's good. Don't put cream or sugar in it. You don't need it. If you want to put, like, raw milk in it, don't tell me about it, but I guess that's okay. All right? Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's the whole spiel with that. Uh, what else do we have going on? Well, I'm working on a few more episodes to get them coming out. Uh, check the website out, bumpshopbackroom.com. Got a ton of different stuff added to the site. Just secretly adding it. So check it out. I got some new old stock 70s motocross fenders. Um, there's no holes pre-drilled. It's kind of a universal fit. Uh, especially if you're like making one of these sportsters to go do this little outdoor trail. It could be perfect for you. Um... DM me about them. I'll I'll let you know. If you're a listener of the podcast, we'll work something out. we make it, you know, make it fair. Um, got some vintage license plates added, t-shirts, uh, pants, some different accessories. I forget now because it, it was, it's been about a week. I added a bunch of shit. Um, so just go check it out. Working on some new t-shirt designs. We got the uh, hoodies out. That are the uh, buck riding the chopper with the hunter strapped to the back. We got that in a hoodie version. Um, working on maybe getting a creeps hoodie out. Maybe a crazy gentleman hoodie out. Um, got to talk to those dudes about it and, and figure out what they want to do. But uh, yeah, and working on a few new uh, super secret designs that hopefully I'll have out. I don't know. It's a one-man show over here, kind of doing it all. Also looking for parts for the uh, big twin that I'm building. Got the motor, got the frame, got the tranny. Kind of need everything else. So if you got a sweet front end, let me know about that. Um, I think the rear fender I'm going to run is one that Garrett brought to the creep out two years ago and I strapped it to my sissy bar and rode it back from the Mackinac Bridge. So it'd be cool to make that work just because of the story of hauling that fucking thing back on the chopper while me and Michigan Garrett jammed gears and loosened chains the whole way home 
screaming down 127. I think the Mackinac Rally was the same time, so we're just passing these dudes on these baggers that they're still making payments on. They're looking at us like, what are these shit bikes doing flying by us? They didn't like it, but guess what? They didn't have a choice. We have no weight on these bikes, and actually, he sold that bike, so... Um, that's sad. But, <laughs> at the sake of just fucking rambling, because uh, once I get talking, I forget what I've already said. But, to recap, go get the coffee mug from lowlifechopperpodcast.com. They're going to send you a coupon. You come to Bump Shop Back Room, you get the coffee. I know it's a lot of work. You got to go to two different places, but you can go to two different places without leaving the comfort of your own home. Um, Check out the Crazy Gentleman Podcast. He's coming up on his 100th episode. I think that's right. That feels right. And he's doing a big giveaway for his Patreon members and I think a raffle for an FXR. You need to go check out his Instagram. Go get all the actual details. Check out the podcast. He mentions it in the intros. Um, I'm working on some new different stuff for the podcast. Well, at least one episode and and got some, some more stories coming with some guest actors, voice actors, I guess you would call them. I don't know. Um, check out the Low Life Chopper podcast, and uh, yeah, that's it. Have a great fucking day, and enjoy. Bumpshopbackroom.com Bumpshopbackroom.com